0: Ladies, I am so excited. I was recently talking to my friend Megan Watley with The Beautiful Movement, and she was telling me that many of you girls are grabbing The Beautiful Movement boxes, and let me tell you, they are such a blessing, and now... The new March box is available for pre-sale. This means you have a chance to sign up before they sell out. The theme is He is Risen, a box to prepare our hearts for Easter, for the resurrection. You don't wanna miss this one. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com and sign up now. Be sure to use the discount code uncommentine, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this one. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real-life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. So as I was studying freedom this week in the Bible, I came across some verses that really stood out to me in a way that I had never seen them before— we can find these verses in several places in the Bible, but I'm going to read them to you from Matthew 22:37 37 through 39. It says, Jesus said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You should love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, so we've heard these verses, right? But when I was reading them, I was reading them in Galatians 5. Galatians 5, 1 tells us to stand fast, therefore, in the freedom by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. That just means do not move from the freedom that Jesus has given you. Don't go back into the bondage that had previously held you back from being all that God has created you to be. Ladies, there is a bondage that has held so many of us back for such a long time that we don't even realize that we're being held back. And it is time to step in the freedom that God has given us. So back to Galatians 5, we're going to skip down to verse 13, and we're going to find out what this bondage is that is holding so many of us back from walking in true freedom, the freedom that Jesus has given us. Verse 13 says, for you have been called to freedom. Ladies, God doesn't want you stuck in bondage which is why he's talking about this today. He doesn't want you held back by anything. He has a plan and a purpose for your life, and he wants to use you to make a difference. But if we are held back by this bondage, we are never truly going to make the difference that God has called us to make for him. Now, continuing on with verse 13, it says not to use that freedom that Jesus has given you as an opportunity for the flesh, meaning don't use it for selfish reasons, but through love, serve one another. The way we treat others, the way we love others, It should be done with love. That should be the outcome of the freedom that God has given us, not using freedom for our selfish gain. I knew this lady one time who thought that if she became friends with me, that she could use my influence that I had to grow closer to this other lady who was a very good friend of mine. She thought that if she made friends with me, she could make friends with her. And if she made friends with her, it would make her popular And that popularity that she gained from my other friend would then make her even more popular and bring her into a circle of influence that was even better than what I could give her as a friend. The problem was Jesus didn't make her free so that she could use people to gain popularity. Jesus made her free so that she could use her freedom to help others who were stuck in bondage. Well, she did use me and she did get to my friend. However, it was really interesting to watch that friendship that she had with my friend and how it just fizzled out so quickly. See, the friend that she was trying to get to, she had no desire to help the lady who used me to step into pride. She wanted to help her grow in her walk with God. Romans 6 one says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Meaning, just because we know that Jesus has made us free, does it give us the freedom to sin? Paul then goes on in verse 2 to say, Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live in it any longer? God has given us freedom to overcome sin, ladies. He didn't give us freedom to overlook it. Freedom means being free from the slavery of sin. All right, so going back to Galatians 5.13, it says, For we are called to freedom, but do not use your freedom as an opportunity for selfishness. Rather, serve one another with love. That word love is agape. This is the kind of love that God has for us, and God has given us to love others with. It is an unconditional love; no strings attached. Nothing can get God to love you any more. Nothing can get God to love you any less. He loves you unconditionally. And guess what, ladies? He has given that love to you. Romans five five tells us that God has poured out His love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Agape love is not a feeling; it's a choice. It's an action. This kind of love always seeks the highest good of others that are around you. It's not trying to use them to get somebody else, no matter who they are or what they do. This kind of love gives freely without asking for anything in return. Again, it's the same kind of love that God has for you. So true freedom means to serve others in love. Galatians 5.14 then goes on to say, For the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So the law is the Old Testament. That was before Jesus came. When Jesus went to the cross and died on the cross and then rose again from the dead, he fulfilled the law so that we would not have to hold on to the law religiously. He has fulfilled it once and for all. Now all we do is accept Jesus into our hearts and into our lives. And so he says all of that law from the Old Testament, when he fulfilled it, now we can sum it up in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. How do we serve others in love? It starts here. And ladies, this is the bondage that I want to talk to you about today. If we don't love ourselves, and I'm not saying make yourself a shrine or an idol. It doesn't mean selfish, okay? But it means to really love and accept who it is that God created you to be. You know, the word self-care is such a big buzzword these days. And yes, it is good to take care of yourself. However, a lot of people who are talking about self-care talk about it in a way that's selfish. They tell you things like, you should do this certain thing because it makes you feel better, or you should do this certain thing because you deserve it. Ladies, the reason why self-care is so important is because if we don't take care of ourselves, and if we don't learn to love ourselves and who God created us to be, we cannot turn around and love others the way that God has commanded us to love them. We are to love our neighbor as ourselves. So how do we really begin to love ourselves? Let's look at 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 through 8. This chapter is called the love chapter because it talks all about what love is and what it is not. All right. So verse 4 says, love is patient. Have you ever been so frustrated with yourself because you were trying to do something for the first time or you're trying to do something new and you just couldn't do it? (laughs) Or maybe you are trying to do better with your attitude, and then you let your emotions take over, and ugh, it can get so frustrating, right? And it just makes us more mad. Ladies, God's love, the love that God has given you is patient. Therefore, we need to learn to be patient with ourselves. It takes time. When we're growing, when we're learning, it takes time, and we have to give ourselves mercy. Then it goes on to say, love is kind. How many times have you ever found yourself speaking negatively about yourself? Even if it's just the thought in your mind, how many times have you found yourself when you didn't do something perfect or you messed up, you found yourself beating yourself up or running that scenario over and over and over again in your head. You just can't believe what you did, right? Well, God's love is kind. Therefore, if we are going to love ourselves the way God does... We need to be kind to ourselves. We need to catch ourselves when we say something bad or even think something bad about ourselves. And we need to choose to change those thoughts and those words. And you change your thoughts by using your words. For example, you catch yourself saying or thinking, man, I'm just ugly. Change those words. No, I'm not going to choose to believe that. God says I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am beautiful. And speak it over your life. It's so, so important. Then 1 Corinthians 13 goes on to say that love does not envy. Envy means that you don't like it when someone else gets blessed. Instead of being envious of them, rejoice with them. Be excited for them and stand confident knowing that God has your back, that he is going to supply all your needs. Philippians 4.19 says so. If you find yourself becoming envious because others have something that you don't have, instead of getting mad, take a step back and say, thank you, Lord. You are providing everything that I need. You are a good, good father. Remember, ladies, agape love is an action. It is not a feeling, and we have to choose it. All right, so 1 Corinthians goes on to say, love does not brag, and it is not prideful. Love is humble. God's love is humble. Therefore, we should be that way to ourselves. We shouldn't be prideful. We shouldn't brag. As I shared earlier, to love yourself isn't about making yourself better than everyone else. It's about making yourself humble. And that word humble doesn't mean that you think less of yourself. It doesn't mean that you're this poor person that doesn't ever deserve anything. But what it does mean is you think of yourself less. So you're putting others first. When you win at something or you do a good job, instead of having an attitude of, look at me, adopt the attitude of, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I would never have been able to do it without you. God, you are so good. Love is not rude. Love is respectful. Ladies, you have to respect yourself. You have to know that you are valuable and that Jesus paid the price of his life, his blood on the cross for you because he saw you as valuable. Respect yourself, ladies. God's love for you is not selfish. It's helpful. It's thoughtful. Ladies, be thoughtful that's who god created you to be he created you to be thoughtful he created you with an attitude of how can i help you and when you're in a bad mood don't just let that bad mood consume you it's so so important to step out and find somebody that you can encourage whether through a text message or a phone call or maybe somebody around you find a way to encourage them that not only encourages them but it also encourages you at the same time and that bad mood has to leave God's love is not easily angered. It's calm and at peace. I used to be a perfectionist. And whenever I messed up, oh my goodness, it made me so mad. I remember being in high school and I would take notes for class. And you know, sometimes the teachers talk really fast. And you guys might be thinking that as you're listening to this podcast, but I used to take notes so fast. But if I messed up, even on one word, like I misspelled a word or I missed a word or I had to scribble something out. It would bother me so much that when I got home, I would rewrite all of those notes again until it was perfect. I used to be easily angered, but that's not God's love. God's love is calm and it's at peace. Ladies, it's a choice. And then 1 Corinthians 13 goes on to say, love keeps no records of wrong. It quickly forgives and it doesn't bring up the past. It thinks only good. Ladies, if you're continually bringing up past things that you did, that you've been forgiven of, that's condemnation. And Romans 8, 1 says that, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Do not let the enemy keep pulling up the past, reminding you of all the things that you've done. You have been forgiven. Then 1 Corinthians 13 goes on to say, love takes no pleasure in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Ladies, God's word is truth. Ladies, we live in a world that calls right wrong. And wrong right. And sometimes it can be confusing and it can be like, well, so many people are like this or so many people are living a certain way. Let's just rejoice with them. Let's just be happy for them. They're happy, right? And that's what the world tells us. But ladies, we can't take pleasure in evil. I'm not saying those people are evil. I'm saying the enemy is evil and he has lied to them and they believe the lies. And ladies, that should break your heart because the truth of God's word. We know, John 8, 31 and 32, that it's the truth, that we know God's word, that we know that makes us free. And these people need Jesus so badly. And maybe, ladies, you have some kind of sin in your life that you have been accepting. And you've been saying, well, that's okay because it just makes me feel good. So I know that God wants me to feel good. Ladies, you may not see it, but God calls it a sin because it's hurting you. And he doesn't like to see his kids hurt. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. And even if you're born a certain way, God can do so much in you. Oh my goodness. He is a good God and he can provide freedom from anything that you might be walking through. The reason I'm talking about this today is because true freedom comes from Jesus. But again, in Galatians 5.13, we read that we are called to freedom. Only we can't use that freedom as an opportunity to be selfish but through love serve one another. If we don't love ourselves with God's love, that unconditional love, then we cannot truly love and serve our neighbors. We cannot truly make a huge impact for the Lord. And then listen to what happens when we don't receive God's love and we don't love ourselves with God's love. Verse 15 goes on to say, "'But if you bite and devour one another, "'beware lest you be consumed by one another.'" This is exactly what's going on in the world today. People are biting and devouring one another because they have not received God's unconditional love and because they aren't loving themselves with God's unconditional love. Therefore, they're not able to love others with that unconditional love. Ladies, one of my favorite quotes says, It's time that we leave the shackles behind and dance in the freedom of Christ. All right ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. Now I want you to repeat after me. As we say every single week, I want you to really mean it from your heart. Close your eyes if you're able to and just repeat it after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I have one quick announcement before we head out for today. Up until this point, all of the programs that I have offered you have been group programs and I absolutely love our group coaching programs. Oh my goodness. I love them. Ladies, you are awesome. If you are part of my group coaching program, oh my goodness, you bless my heart so much. And these group coaching programs, they're not going anywhere. However, the one challenge we have with those is that they're only offered four times a year. And so if you don't get in, you're not able to be coached. But the good news is we are now offering individual teen live coaching sessions. Woohoo! I'm so excited. What I love about these is that they help you right where you're at to move to that next level that God has for you. If you are interested in individual coaching, First, talk to your parents about it. Let them know what makes you excited about coaching. And then next, I want you to go into the Uncommenting app with your parents. You can download that at www.uncommonteenapp.com and click on the tab that says coaching. There, your parents can learn more about the coaching program and get signed up for a free call with me so I can get to know you and them a little bit better. All right, ladies, have a great week and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you this week. I hope that you see that God loves you so much, that you are not an accident, that God created you on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. Now I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies. So this week I want to share with you some really awesome things that we have going on in Uncommon Teen. If you're looking to grow in your walk with God, maybe you've been struggling with anxiety or depression or friendships, or maybe you're struggling with something else altogether, but you're ready to overcome. You're ready to become free in those areas of your life. I want to invite you to join me in one-on-one coaching. This is a coaching program that is designed specifically for you, helping you to overcome those things that are holding you back from being all it is that God has called you to be. If you would like to join me in one-on-one coaching, talk to your parents, let them know why you're interested in coaching. Head on over to uncommonteen.com coaching and learn more about our one-on-one coaching program. Ladies, I want more than anything to see you walking in freedom in every area of your life. The enemy is trying so hard to take down your generation. And my goal is that you are so strong in your walk with God that the enemy cannot shake you. And second, ladies, I want to ask you to be in prayer with me. We have had some challenges with our venue for Uncommon Teen Live. We've got one that we're working with the church on. We were supposed to hear back a couple weeks ago whether or not that this was going to work, and we still haven't heard back yet. So if you all could be standing with me in agreement that God is opening the doors for the venue to come for this year's Uncommon Teen Live, that would be amazing. I would be so incredibly thankful I am just so incredibly thankful for all that God is going to be doing at Uncommon Teen Live 2024. I cannot wait to meet you there. I cannot wait to see you. I cannot wait to see what God does in and through you because of this. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.